Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. Great news for the American people. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Featuring Stephanie Bell, News Director Brian Houseworth, John Marsh, and Hannah the Producer. This is why we listen to you. Get ready, pal. And now, here's your host, Brandon Rathert. I can't wait for the supposed to stop and walk out of the room. Tell them it's going to be a rock and roll. W-Y-D. What you doing? Welcome. No. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, no. show. Wake up, For the love of God, please no. Hey, who's Harmeet Dillon? She's impressive. I know that. I see her on Fox TV all the time. Who's who's Harmeet Dillon? Uh, she's a really impressive lawyer. She's from California. Uh, she actually heads up the Republican National Lawyers Association, which I'm a part of. I've known her for a number of years. Um, super kind uh, individual. Is an ace at... She's like one of my mentors. Um, she's an ace at law and media. In fact, before I came on the show here... I, call, I asked her, I said, hey, you know, you're the only one that I know that is the real lawyer, lawyer, like a practicing lawyer, and you're just acing media. Can you give me some tips? And she took some time on her weekend, we wow. talked on the phone, she gave me some advice. She's just a kind, intelligent, wonderful person. And she's taking some time out to join us here. We're going to chat with her in just a second about, uh, because now there's potentially even a shakeup in the Republican National Committee. The chairwoman currently, Ronna McDaniel, there's going to be an election coming up soon. Uh, we'll talk about that. WYD. We didn't think our texture was working earlier this morning. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. We weren't getting any text. And I go back to the you know when you're a young dude and you're not getting any text. Uh, it's not you. It's the phone. Something's wrong with the phone. I Ste- wouldn't know anything about not getting any text. Sorry. <laughs> so Stephanie says, "We'll just start texting some listeners." So I just start random texting listeners, see if we get text back, see if it's working. She says, just type W-Y-D. I said, what's W-Y-D? She says, it means what you doing. I'm like, okay. But apparently, <laughs> what it means is what you're doing. But what it really means... What you're doing late at night. What you're doing in the middle <laughs> like, of the night. It's like what people text late at night. Hannah, do you remember years ago, we've, we've talked uh, about the text that I sent to the wrong Hannah years ago oh, uh-huh. in the middle of the night. Like a couple months after I turned 18, that one? How? But I didn't know. It was the wrong Hannah, and it was right. late at night, and this was pre-2020, pre-being sober. Uh-huh. But I sent a text to a Hannah, and what? But I thought I said, hey, why don't you come over? Well, at first she said, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man, this is so crazy. And I think I was like, uh, nothing? And then you said you should come over. And you're like, maybe not. 
I did, yeah. it was the wrong hand. The hand I was trying to hit up was. Uh, I remember I kept trying to make it better for myself. I was like, it was the Fourth of July or something like that. I was like, oh, is the radio station doing it? A bit? <laughs> At three o'clock in the morning, huh? huh. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Chris, via text, things I've learned on WUMM, Wake Up Mid-Missouri, is an old dude. I had no idea of the meaning of WYD, but because I listen to WUMM, I do know and should add some dots after it for maximum effect. WYD dot dot dot. All right. We were talking about trashy shows, and I appreciate Rick's text that says, a great book would do people better, and I agree, Rick. John, let's move forward. Let's... (laughs) Harmeet Dillon is on Fox all the time. He's on hold. What the hell are these guys uh, talking about? <laughs> You're lucky she's still here. I know. Uh, she's on Fox TV all the time. She did a lot of legal uh, work for Team Trump. Joining us on the show now. And Harmeet, we want to find out because we've heard even Sean Hannity again this week. Maybe Republicans should embrace early mail-in uh, voting. The 2020 midterms, it was bad candidates. It was Trump. In your estimation, what happened? I don't think there's one simple answer to a problem that's been many years in the making. Yes, I think we need new leadership. That's why I've stepped up to run as a new chairman of the Republican National Committee. We need to radically revamp our approach towards elections that have radically changed how they're run over the last few years, particularly after COVID. (laughs) I think we need to get a handle on our spending at the RNC. I think there's some very concerning reports that are coming out about undisciplined spending and not spending on the right things to help us win election. Um, we need to be more actively involved in the process of uh, helping our candidates win, selecting them, establishing, um, you know, who is, uh, you know, sort of a process, weighing in earlier in the process and not just being sitting ducks for poor candidate choices. Um, and, you know, people would like to blame President Trump. President Trump brought a lot of new voters into the party, but we're not going to keep them if we don't produce candidates who are speaking to those folks who are are not out of touch with them and who are America first. So I really think that the party has not evolved to fit the current circumstances and we must adapt or die. That's so, one of my messages in this campaign. So talk to us about the process. How does one become the RNC chair? And then for you in particular, what's your process uh, in trying to get that position look like? Well, I jumped into this race uh, less than two weeks ago. I actually was kind of surprised when the chair ran for a third term because she promised us two years ago she wouldn't. And so I was really expecting that, you know, another member would step up and I would continue doing all the legal work and civil rights work that I do for for the country. But instead, nobody did step up. And I'm looking at the prospect of all of us, you know, rearranging the deck chairs in the Titanic while the ship sinks and not winning elections for the fourth major election cycle in a row. We didn't win in 2018. We didn't win in 2020. We barely sort of kind of won one of our races and, you know, getting a slitter back in Congress in 2022. And I think our performance is actually getting worse. After 2020, we should have made major adaptations to how we run elections. We should have adapted to the fact that, like it or not, we have ballot harvesting and early voting in an increasing number of states, the majority of states in the country. People like Rana. She's, you know, certainly well-liked in the party, but I think, you know, sort of pointing out the fact that we haven't won elections, which is why we're here. We're not here for cocktail parties, Philly Mignon or, you know, tchotchkes. We're here to win elections. It's not happening. So you have to call each of these 167 other members of the RNC, reason with them, sit down with them, uh, persuade them, explain to them why it's in their state's interest and their interest to have a change. If after seeing all the information 
the failed elections for cycles, the sclerotic operations of the RNC, they still want to keep going the same way, then, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to overcome, that inertia. All right. She's a friend of Stephanie Bell's. She's running for the RNC chair. She did a lot in the Trump administration. You see her on Fox all the time. Her name is Harmeet Dillon. We're big fans. We got a message, the conservative or the American message to a younger group of people, a different group of people. And you said earlier, we need to be speaking to them. All these new voters that Trump brought in, we need to be speaking to them. What do we need to be saying to those Middle of the road, independence, regretful Biden voters. What do we say to them to say, here's why we think you should vote conservative? Well, what we need to be saying is we hear you. We understand that our border is something that we care about greatly. We are losing our country because of a lack of concern for these values that we hold dear. We, the representatives of the people, we promise and pledge that we will pass policies that put money, more money in your pocketbook that bring down these disastrous gas prices, that take a handle on this inflation, that help you afford as good or better a house as your parents were able to do when they were young. You can't say that today to most Americans because it isn't true. And so, you know, each each state and each each candidate has to have a different message based on where they are. The, the message is going to be different in California than it is in, um, you know, in Missouri, but what what's clear across the country is that our party has morphed from the party of the cultural elite, the party of the Chamber of Commerce, the party of, uh, you know, so the military industrial complex and endless wars to the party of the little guy, the party who uh, of the person who is blue collar. Sometimes they may even belong to a union uh, and and they just want a better life for themselves. And, you know, I'm hearing that across the country. I hear it from the people who supported me uh, in, in, in running and who are encouraging me to run for this position. The Republican National Committee <clears throat> is an elitist organization. And I mean, I'm you know, I, I'm, I'm a member of it. So I guess I'm one of those elites as well. But it doesn't have to be as out of touch with reality as it is. The party really needs to adapt. The party needs to involve the rank-and-file voters and hear from them and be more responsive. We're not doing that. In fact, during this race, a lot of people have organically stepped up to share um, with members in their states, the 168 members of the RNC, why why they want me to be the new chair. And some members have reacted with anger and contempt. They don't think it's their role to have to hear from, you know, the riffraff who voted them in, uh, you know, in between elections. And that's just the wrong attitude. Um, that's that's you know, Democrats have a party that's run by a handful of a, a cabal of, you know, radical Marxists. Our party needs to be in touch. Our party needs to be responsive. Our party needs to modernize so that we are hustling every single ballot into the ballot box, not waiting for people to vote on election day. Because when we do that, we're hundreds of thousands of votes behind, or even more the Democrats and, you know, people get tired and they see the long lines and they don't vote. We cannot afford that. Our country cannot afford that anymore. So say I'm part of the riffraff or a deplorable or whatever here in Missouri, and I have opinions about the leadership uh, at the RNC. What can I, what, what, what can I do? Well, one thing you could do is you could, um, you could actually contact those members of the, of the RNC in your state. Now, a couple of them have already had conversations with me or I've been in touch with them and, you know, they're very supportive of the of the current chair. 
so so it's been a challenge. However, the election is still like well, 45 days away or 44 days away. News is coming out today about excessive spending at the RNC. I suspect there'll be other news later on about different issues. Yeah, we'll have other we'll have other things to talk about. And so I think people need to keep an open mind. Um, you know, there was only one person in the race when Rana suddenly announced, even though she said she was going to run for three terms only, that she was running for a fourth term. Many people rapidly signed on. But it's their duty, in my opinion, and it's my duty as the RNC committee woman from California when that vote is taken to vote for the best candidate, whether that's me or somebody else. I certainly think it's going to be me. But, um, you know, whoever it is, change is imperative if we are to survive as a party. Well, and I saw on your Twitter that you uh, had a conversation with Mike Lindell, who said he might be interested in the chairman. And I think you said, you know, look, I'm a fan of my pillow, and I had a nice conversation. What can you tell us about that conversation? <laughs> yeah, so Mike and I, with his assistant, we were playing phone tag over the weekend. And, you know, we finally connected when I was um, in Florida meeting with some donors. And so I took his call. We had a lovely call for about 15 minutes. And Mike is not a member of the RNC. He's from outside the RNC. And so, he, you know, we had just a very friendly conversation. He was asking me, like, hey, I need some guidance. How does this even work? And so, you know, I, I believe in good sportsmanship. He's my opponent in this race. But I explained to him how, how you know, what are the mechanics of running for chair of the RNC or any officer race. And he was very, uh, you know, appreciative of my uh, you know, transparency. That's, that's how I operate, Stephanie, you know that. And, and so, you know, at the end of it, I said, look, Mike, you know, we love your pillows and we even have your sheets at, uh, at our place. And so, you know, they're great. And, and so may the best person win. And that's my, that's my approach. Um, and so, you know, he's, he's, uh, entered the race formally. We'll see what happens. I think that my almost entire adult life has been engaged in Republican politics so from college Dartmouth students for Jack Kemp in 1988 to, you know, registering voters in the rain here in San Francisco to becoming ultimately the vice chair of the California GOP before I went to the RNC six years ago. Uh, throughout that time, I've been a fighter for uh, integrity. I've been a fighter for uh, the election integrity process, certainly for several years. My law firm uh, today represents numerous candidates, the RNC, several state parties, and, you know, is on the leading edge of, of some of these adaptations that we need to make. Now, I know a lot of listeners are like, Harmeet, we need to be going in the opposite direction. We need to get rid of these machines that manipulate our votes. We need to vote on Election Day. I mean, this is a big country, and we're not going to be hand-counting every ballot here in this country if you ever want to get the results anytime near the time of the election. So I think that what we need to do, however, is get citizens more actively involved in that process on our side. In the 2020 election, we had... Mark Zuckerberg completely corrupting the election process by effectively subsidizing election operations in the key battleground states. And normal citizens who normally used to work those jobs, they were cut out. And as a result, we had no transparency. So, um, you know, I, I just think that people need to have an open mind about this. And the reality is, in a state where the laws include early voting, like Florida, if you do it correctly, you can do it better than the Democrats and you can win. That needs to be our model, winning elections by all legal means necessary. Our meet Dylan. You see her on Fox TV all the time. She did a lot of stuff with Team Trump. She's running for the Republican National Committee chair. She has been kind enough to give us some of her time here. On a feel-good Friday on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Harmeet, 
thank you so much for your time. Probably first, only, and last time we'll ever chat with a California lawyer who actually lives in San Francisco. Thanks for your time on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you both. You bet. Harmeet Dillon on Wake Up Mid-Missouri 93.9 The Eagle, 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS Morning Bell Business News. A little twist only Stephanie Bell can give you coming up five minutes from now. What do you have for us? We'll have a market watch and the latest update from the feds. All right, feds, what's happening with your money and my money and our money? We're doing that five minutes from now. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri featuring Brandon Rathert. Thanks for making Wake Up Mid-Missouri your favorite morning show. 93.9 The Eagle. Morning, 828 time for the morning bell business news with a little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. So we know Wednesday the feds raised the rates uh, by 50 uh, basis points and they signaled that they're still going to be raising rates as we go into next year. Although 50 is less than 75, which is what they had been doing. Uh, markets were up a little bit this week, but have since evaporated any gains um, on the basis of disappointing retail sales. Um, yesterday, only 14 companies in the S&P 500 closed in the green. So not great news for your feel-good Friday. Also uh, new this morning, um, people are watching the bonds market and they are saying that, and this is above my pay grade on bonds market, but the way that the bonds market is behaving, it's giving recession type signals. Now we've heard that before and some are we going into a recession or are we not? And this is just one of the factors that people watch and they're saying, the, according to the bonds market, we're seeing some recession signals. That's Morning Bell Business News. Little twist only Stephanie Bell can give you. Coming up five minutes from now on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. Winners and losers of the week. You got some winners locally or even losers. Get those nominations into us by texting us 874-9390. This is the show people are talking about. Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle. Ship my pants. Right here? Ship my pants, you're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow, I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants, too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. I just shipped my pants, and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nightie. I just shipped my bed. If you can't find what you're looking for in store, we'll find it at Kmart.com right now and ship it to you for free. That's commercial. I think 2000, may have been 2001, Kmart came on this big commercial. Hey, we can ship stuff. We can ship pants. You realize that's the year I was born, right? Holy cow. Uh, do you realize? So that was a big deal because this is before people started buying clothes and stuff over the internet. It's like, Kmart, hey, we can ship this stuff out for you. That was kind of... A big deal, uh, and now we think we think nothing uh, we think nothing of it. But so, twenty two years ago, even prior to Hannah being born, commercial came out and uh, and shocked the world. I love it because they know what they're doing, and I know sometimes people oh, they're saying ship my pants. That's offensive. 
There's not saying anything wrong. If you're thinking that, that's on you. That's your brain doing that, not me. Our friend uh, Brian Hansen <laughs> fell for it. He's over here in my studio, and uh, the look on his face when you started the cut was priceless. He was looking at me like, oh, my God. Uh, Brian Hansen, star of the Gary Nolan Show, weekdays, 9 o'clock here on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I am Brandon Rather, joined by Stephanie Bell, Brian Houseworth, producer Hannah, and John Marsh. And now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. All right, winners and losers of the week. We do this every Feel Good Friday, 835. I always like the uh, local stuff, so I want to mention this real quick. And please get us in some suggestions. Winners and losers, 874 93 uh 90 I wanted to mention this real quick there's a big there's this new uh the new first responders board in Colombia is what it is it's this organization mm-hmm. they're trying to help people in first responders for example extreme example but let's say let's say you got a cop on the force and like man I've got a drug problem I need some treatment well, they can't go to HR. I'm guessing they might lose their job so they can do this. Or first responders board is what they're trying to do is, let's say, you've got an EMS and they need a babysitter for kids. They're trying to facilitate those kinds of things. They have a big event coming up in February. It is a, uh, it's a big dance um, coming up, and this is going to benefit the first responders uh, board. And if you want to go to the website, it's real easy to find and a really neat organization. Uh, it's firstrespondersupport.net. It's a big dinner and dance hosted by former Mayor Brian Treese, former Mayor of Columbia, Brian Treese. Thursday, February 16th, you can get on to firstrespondersupport.net uh, and check out this uh, this big event. It's a You Have My Heart dinner and dance. Stephanie uh, Bell, what do you got for winners and losers? Well, I saw this picture of Representative Sarah Walsh. She presented uh, a resolution to an employee of Salter Lawn Service, Brenda, um, earlier uh, in November. Uh, Brenda saw a burning package on a front porch and she extinguished the flame with a bottle of water and by, with her foot, apparently. And so they were uh, Salter Lawn Service, who is a friend of the show, uh, was recognized by, um, by Representative Walsh uh, for just you know, we talk about quiet quitting and bad employees, but it's rare that now today we see employees going above and beyond. And so congratulations to Brenda. You deserve this honor. Uh, and, the, you know, what I dig about the folks at Salter Lawn Service, all the, uh, the folks that work there is uh, Stacy and uh, his uh, his wife. Besides them just being local, they get involved. I mean, they're doing things for Southern Boone Schools all the time. Uh, I've got employees saving lives and stuff. Just another day in the life of Salter Lawn Service. You know, I'm going to, yeah, absolutely, uh, I'm going to go with a uh, winner, a couple of winners, uh, the Ashland Police Department. The statement has been released, and it's a little video, if you will, from Chief uh, Gabe the that you've been in touch with, and they've announced that Emily has been reunited with her family. They are asking everyone to respect the family and Emily's privacy and refrain from speculating. So um, just kudos to the Ashland Police Department, because they've spent countless hours a it's been going on for almost two weeks. Yes, they have, and worked very, very hard on this. Um, and number two, just the doctors and nurses who are just trying so hard um, and have treated me and many others. Uh, MU Healthcare took care of me, and I'm still having a hard time, but I, I thank them um, for what they're doing um, here in our community. And I don't normally uh, uh, nominate a loser, but I'm going to no- nominate Oh. Oh, stop the presses, Hannah. What? Brian Housworth has a loser of the week. Oh, is this about to get 
like spicy? No, I just you know it's not it's one just, of us, is it? No, 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 no. Nothing it's you, like John. That. It's you. It's you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to worry about that. Just in general, and I won't give a specific example, but uh, I've got one in my head. But just the um, the disrespect on Twitter, particularly on Facebook, that I saw today about this. Emily case in Ashland. I, I I just my my I am so upset after what I saw this morning. What did you what was just it, some what very it very irresponsible comments from people basically that should not be com- one particularly that that should not be commenting um, in let the family have their privacy let the daughter let the girl have her privacy let the i mean they're doing everything right and just that just again really it bothers me and i'm not gonna i probably won't say more because i'll have to go to confession because profanities will come out <laughs> <laughs> mark oh uh, let me uh i want to uh i'm picking uh congresswoman uh sheila jackson lee from texas i'm picking her for one of our winners of the week following the trade last week for wnba player Brittany griner for the merchant of death victor boot uh and obviously i think a majority of folks in the country are like hey it's cool to bring an american home but like this marine paul whalen and then the the reasoning from congresswoman sheila jackson lee on why we should not be so upset about this is weapons might have been used to kill Americans, but he has not killed Americans. Oh, okay. So the merchant is dead. We shouldn't be upset. He didn't kill any Americans. Okay. That's an elected congresswoman. Again, I don't know whether to be mad at her or the people that keep putting her in office. Marsh, winners, losers? How about uh, right out of the box? Our listeners and our Wake Up Mid-Missouri family all across Mid-Missouri, whose generous donations put us over the top with our Commerce Bank, one-for-one holiday food drive. Now it's 70000 bucks and change and still counting on the on the winner's side. And I think a lot of us could agree. Yeah, that was going to be my, you know, winner of the week. Uh, I hate going last because mine almost always gets stolen. But We, we were just talking about this. <laughs> I was like, well, so maybe we, we could come on. I've got a loser. How'd that be? All right, Hannah, maybe he hasn't taken your loser. No, yeah. go ahead, my, John. My loser is the Osage County turkey farmer. Lost 20,000 turkeys to uh, bird flu over in Osage uh. County. So that's happy holidays, huh? Man, aren't these things, can't they wear masks or something? What are these turkeys doing, man? Uh, 20,000, that's, a, I'm sure, and hopefully the guy is going to be okay with insurance and all that. But that's a, that's a businessman, man, 20,000 uh, turkeys. I'm going to pick Gary Hill. Lincoln University Police Chief, uh, and uh, the the recruits that graduated this week uh, from their law enforcement training program. You can find crime anywhere, but can you solve problems in the communities? So we hope that uh, our law enforcement um, academy graduates uh, go to an agency and get into their communities, and while they're in those communities, solve problems while they're there. Gary Hill, that uh, some recruits graduating this week. We know that there's uh, a couple of law enforcement agencies, one in Columbia, the other being Boone County. They could definitely use some help right now. One listener texted in. A winner of the week is the U.S. military due to Congress repealing the vaccine mandate. Thank gosh. Right? That, man, that, oh, I get so mad about that. 
because at first, and then the way uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre and the progressives, they were, well, uh, the Republicans who didn't want this, they didn't want the mandate, didn't want this mandate, and rightfully so, especially for these people that are, they're, they're the ones that signed up to protect our freedoms, and the freedom should be, one of those should be to choose. And Corinne Jean-Pierre, well, Republicans were voting against the health of, no, what we were saying is we were building up your freedom to choose. Listen, here's the stuff with COVID, and here's the stuff with the vaccine. You make your own decision. We are not going to force you to do it. And then what about the people that took it because they were forced to do it, and now lawmakers, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah, the way the bill read, apparently, that uh, they did not write a, a piece into it guaranteeing that people who were, you know, rift or, or cut because of not taking the taking the the vaccination. And now they're saying, well, we'll leave it up to the individual services how to deal with those people. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, which I still think is a lovely name for a town. Imagine a town called Willow Grove, Missouri. Tucked away in the Ozarks, South Central Missouri. Uh, Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, school board member Jennifer Solot. Uh, racist, not voting for a guy because he's white and he's also cisgender. After saying, first, dude's a good candidate, but I'm just a racist idiot. I believe that Mr. DeLeo would make an excellent president. However, I feel that electing the only cis white male on this board, president of this district, sends the wrong message so she's racist because he's white and she's i guess what's the phrase we use transphobic uh which is used inappropriately a lot a lot of times you would say well if you don't want to refer to them by the gender pronoun they choose you're transphobic no <laughs> no i'm not transphobic not transphobic at all I'm just not going to take part uh in in lies and then so cisphobic She's afraid of the dude because he likes members of the opposite sex. So she's discriminatory. She's a racist, and she's on a school board in Pennsylvania. Let's well, do some winners. Anybody got more winners in their back pocket that we can do as we get into leftovers for winners and losers of the week? We have an awful lot of losers here, actually. We do, don't we? Are we winners I- for <laughs> hopefully turning the corner on all this sickness? You know when Brian Houseworth comes to the table with losers... <laughs> it's been a bad week. It's been a bad week. Uh, coming up, more winners and losers. Maybe we'll do some uh, leftovers, and you still have time to get in some nominations. 874-9390. Then it's the Gary Nolan Show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, featuring Brandon Rathert. Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. It's what happens when you let emotionally unbalanced people play in a room full of microphones. 93.9 The Eagle. Here's a big old servant of leftovers. Enjoy. All right, some uh, leftovers. Some things we didn't get a chance to get to uh, during the uh, during the show. Winners and losers is how we're doing. Hannah, can you get this caller? Hannah, can you get this caller on the air for me, please? Thank you. Frank, welcome into the show. What can we do for you? What's happening, Brandon? What's How up? you doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, man. I got a winner for you. I'm listening. Schulte's Grocery Store. Schulte's Grocery Store. And why are you making them a winner of the week? 
Well, I work in the meat department. We got some great sales, and we're always busy and customer friendly. <laughs> and those donuts. And it's family run. And no. it's family run, and it's local. I like it. You know, anytime we get a chance to talk about a local business. Frank, thank you. We appreciate the great work you guys do there at Schulte's. We hope you have a great weekend. You too. Thank you very much. All right, 874-9390, Great, now I want donuts. Right, <laughs> those glazed donuts. So for leftovers, did we figure out why Jay Cutler was bar hopping in Columbia the other night? Because it was all over the interwebs, and no one has explained this to me. So Jay Cutler, does he have, so he, he was uh, the quarterback in the NFL for a while. He played in Denver and I think Chicago. He's very good looking. Uh, and apparently he's just cruising around uh, Columbia. Downtown Columbia, and no one can explain what he was doing here. I'm going to pick uh, people like Henry Cuellar, Democrat congressman from Texas, uh, who for years, by the way, he's been going after uh, people that are doing nothing on illegal immigration. But now there's a chorus of these Democrat lawmakers, people in the Senate, like uh, Chris Cousin. And there's 12 of them that are in the Senate. <laughs> Kirsten Sinema, by the way, is one of them. Uh, of course, she's an independent now, but are going and saying, you got to do something about the border, man. This is crazy, especially, and Title 42 ends next week. This was the thing that said, hey, listen, right now, for health reasons, uh, you got to turn around go back into uh, Mexico while your claim is processed. That's coming to an end next week, and I don't know if you've been watching the TV, but we keep talking every month. We've been talking about the illegal immigration numbers, the number of illegal immigrants coming to this country and the strain it causes, especially on people that live in those counties counties that border uh, Mexico. Yeah, it's not just a governmental problem. This is affecting uh, our neighbors. And the numbers recently, they have continued to skyrocket next week. Uh, it's astonishing, uh, potentially, what uh, what could happen. I have another winner of the week um, that I neglected. Uh, state employees, they upped their donations to the United Way this year. In an especially hard year, they gave more than 785 thousand dollars to charities this year so big shout out to all the state employees here in mid-missouri who are helping their friends and neighbors all right anybody else i think we've got at least most of uh of what we wanted to in uh include oh and i'm gonna pick the senate for her <laughs> <laughs> this u.s senate for listen i have nothing against tiktok i like to poke fun at the tiktok but we've heard about various states that are saying listen you can't download this stuff on your government devices anymore uh and then marco rubin i think josh Hawley's involved actually uh on this um the senate voting to ban tiktok on government devices but then there was another vote i think on wednesday just outlaw tiktok here in america I'm not a big fan of that, uh, but I'm going to pick him as winners just to be a protagonist. Uh, protagonist. Well, and I really thought Instagram would take over some of the TikTok. They started doing their reels, and if you like, they took over stories, kind of took over stuff that Snapchat was doing. And it's just been Instagram's been kind of slow to take over. For some reason, they haven't been able to like capture that TikTok audience. So I really thought that would happen. But interestingly, I'm going to nominate Instagram as a loser of the week because they've also introduced a new feature, which you're not on the gram, so you don't know. But there's like this weird status thing that you can like post just text, which has never been Instagram thing, and so. So everyone's just like, what is this? And so I think when people roll out something brand new on a platform you're familiar with, and you're like, are you trying to be Twitter? Are you trying to be like truth social? I don't know, but it's not working. I think that feature is going to be evaporated by before the end of the year because people are so confused by it. Listening to this morning with Gordon Deal, really good show comes on at four in the morning and it's up until it's on until wake up mid Missouri comes on. Uh, but he was chatting with somebody this morning, this following Elon Musk suspending some journalists. He said that we're not 
doxing him. In other words, letting people know, in effect, where he was at times. Uh, but this guy was on this morning with Gordon Deal, and what he was, you know, he'd heard the big chorus of all these people leaving Twitter now that Elon Musk owns it. And, and I don't know how many people are on Twitter, but it's in the millions, hundreds of millions, yeah. Uh, and the guest on America This Morning said, here's here's what we figure, here's the best number that anybody has been able to determine when it comes to the number of users that Twitter has lost. About a million. And Elon keeps saying, you know, like, hey, guys, I see all your complaints, but today has been the like highest use, you know, even though the numbers are down, it's been the most active on Twitter in years. And so I saw a quote recently, and it was like, be so big that it's cool to hate you. And like, that's, you know, that's Elon's status right now. He's like, you can keep hating me, but like Twitter's just keep getting bigger. <laughs> How about that? All right. Guess what? We are just minutes away from the Gary Nolan show. Happens to be my dad's favorite show here on the radio station. Uh, and then let's see. So. Uh, uh, producer Hannah, Stephanie, going to be out celebrating the holidays uh, next week. And then uh, us uh, varsity, junior varsity players. But we'll still be here Monday. See ya. Bye.